Hi, this is Teacher Tales, podcast 87, Tales as in T-A-I-L-S, and this is a New Zealand story, Zorbing on the Cusp of Geezerdom. A while back, I was on the cusp of geezerdom. Not anymore. Now I'm officially a geezer. But anyway, my one and only daughter, Amber, was 12. She's 30 now. Then I thought the two of us should take a father-daughter trip before she morphed into a nasty teenager. Many open coconuts ago, I had been a Peace Corps volunteer in Samoa in the South Pacific. Over the years, my daughter had begged to hear island stories, and I had filled her receptive ears with tales. So, with a nod from my wife, I booked two tickets for New Zealand, which, by the way, is in the South Pacific. The two of us, daughter and I, had never traveled in a different country before without mom. So I wondered, would we get along? Would I find enough to keep her occupied and not bored? Would I manage the crazy roundabouts? Would we freeze in New Zealand's upside-down, snow-encased June winter? We arrived in Auckland, bundled ourselves in jackets, gloves, and had hats at the ready, sorted out our rental car, and set off south. Amber, with a digital camera in hand, started shooting before the sun rose and declared, This car is so, so sassy, Dad especially with the steering wheel on the right side. Good start, I thought, and soon she snoozed away, impervious to the sun growing on the horizon and low green rolling hills just dotted with sheep. hundred miles south, our stomachs growled. She woke up and asked, Hey, can we go zorbing? I replied, Sure, but I thought, uh, What the heck is zorbing? Two miles later, a sign read, Zorb here. Amber smiled and sang in that gotcha voice. You said we, you know. She had spotted a sign advertising Zorbing a few miles earlier. Okay, Zorbing. Zorbing involves changing into shorts and a t-shirt, climbing inside a 12-foot-high double-layered polyurethane ball. Warm water is pumped in, and the fools, geezer and daughter, crawl within the womb-like ball and let gravity roll them down a long, steep hill as posterior's heads and elbows bounce, bump, and crash hither and thither. For a moment, we were frozen in time, a time I hope she remembers long past my days on the planet. In the end, the daughter and geezer smiled. The daughter, because of the raw fun, and she had managed to get her father to do it too, and the geezer had smiled because, well, it was fun. While we dried off and our heads still spun, a small group of Asian men spoke among themselves and cautiously approached us. With the fine linguistic ability I pride myself in, I knew immediately they were Korean. My wife is Korean. I even asked them in Korean, do you speak Korean? The translator of the group looked at me and replied in English, Uh, no, we are not Korean. We are Chinese. Amber, the daughter, loved it. She rolled her eyes and looked away with that 
I'm not with him disgusting look. The upshot of it was questions regarding the president. And I said, I didn't vote for him. The trans later relayed my message to the group and they all laughed. He then surprised me by giving me his very own lapel pin. I waved goodbye and pocketed it. When we got in the car, I put on my reading glasses and gave the pin a closer look. Wow, I said, it's a mouse, a tongue pin. Who? You forget it, I said. For the next 10 minutes, I had to listen to a 12-year-old harp on and on about the difference between Korean and Chinese and how could I not know. I knew she would definitely rat me out to her mother and every Korean we ever knew. But I thought, hey, I got a real Mao Zedong pin. We continued heading south, stayed with some friends who happened to have kids, and those kids wanted to bungee jump with Amber. I acquiesced on one condition. Amber could go, but this one, I was going to sit out. Zorbing, fine. Bungee jumping, no. As the operator of the bungee thing set Amber up, he said, Oh, from the hours of 8.30 to 5.30, the jumper has to wear a mask. Now, I have to add, this was in Wellington. This is in the middle of the city. Okay, so I said, why? Because there's a psychiatric ward right there. And he pointed to the sixth floor of a building right behind the bungee jump zone. And the psychos don't like hearing screaming. I said, no way. But I could see by shielding my eyes a sign that read, New Zealand Health Department Psychiatric Ward, which was beyond my comprehension that in America there would never be a sign saying psychiatric ward, particularly in the middle of town. I could just imagine some poor psychotic trying to maintain a semblance of sanity, then looking out the sixth floor and seeing a cabled body float past the window, screaming and disappearing, then rebounding back with more screaming. Wouldn't help them. Wouldn't help their condition at all. So the daughter put on a mask with the other kids, and they sproinged up and down, filled with delight. The days passed, and she saw a for real live kiwi, the nocturnal bird. She made chocolate cookies in a friend's kitchen. And in general, I'd have to say we enjoyed the time together. We didn't freeze very much. We didn't argue. She wasn't bored. And I managed the left side driving and the roundabouts. Although, I must confess that yesterday, when back in the USA, I got an email from the New Zealand Police Camera Surveillance Department in Rotorua. Someone looking like me, with my rental car license plate and a 12-year-old in the back seat, was caught speeding, and it cost me 90 bucks. And I thought, if I want to go back to New Zealand, I better pay. So I paid. What the heck? My daughter wanted, back then, to go to Samoa the next year. Just the two of us. So all in all, I'd say it was a success. 
And we did go to Samoa. So there it is.